Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Ishayahu, Isaiah 60. That's chapter Perak Samach. In the last chapter, we just finished where God told us that because we were so full of iniquity, so full of evil, so full of dishonesty and falsehood, and no one was standing up in the market and telling people to get better, telling people to change. And we weren't doing it on our own. So God said he was going to come and bring us closer to himself. And then he also said that those that do decide to repent, do decide to come close to God, will be redeemed in the end of days. But those that do not will get punished and will not be redeemed. Now, in this chapter... God addresses Zion. He addresses Yerushalayim. Uh, it's not obvious from the first verse, but it becomes obvious through the context of the entire parak. So, in the last chapter, it was Yeshayahu talking. He was speaking to the people, and he was bringing them the message that God wanted him to give them. Now, we have God speaking directly to Zion, uh, more or less a continuation of some of the earlier chapters where we had also a dialogue between God and Zion. So let's start verse 1. Kumi Ori. Stand up, get up, wake up, and shine your light. Kiva Orech. For your light has come. It has come time for you, Jerusalem, to shine. Uchvod Adonai, and the honor of God, Alayich Zorach, is shining upon you. And the inference being that God is shining upon Jerusalem and Zion, and it is therefore for Zion to shine upon the world. I just want to remind you all the way back in chapter 2 verses 1 and 3 um, I want, verses 1 through 3 I mean I just want to read that to you because um, it was in the end of the day that the um, the mountain of the house of God will stand tall and proud in the tops of the mountains. And all of the nations, all the nations will come towards it and like, like a river, they will flow towards it. And many, many nations will come and say, let's come and let's go up to the mountain of God. May God teach us from his ways and we will go in his ways. Because from Zion, from Zion, the Torah uh, teaching comes out, in the word of God, and so on. And then it goes on to the uh, beautiful vision of beating the swords into plowshares, etc. This is what we're saying here now. But this is just a different, um, a little bit more elaborate than what was said in that chapter then. Uh, let's go on to verse 2. Kihinei hachoshach. Because the darkness, Yichasa Eretz, was covering the earth. Va'arafel umim, and and the thick uh, uh, clouds of darkness was covering the nations. Vi'olayich Yizracha Adonai, but on you, upon you, Zion, is is shining God's light. Uchvodo alayich and the honor of God will be seen upon you, Jerusalem and Zion. We'll see a little bit later in the chapter exactly what it is that makes Zion so special, but we'll get there. 
and many nations will go to by your light. And this particular chapter here, 16, it is interesting to note that this, although in the chapter before, um, uh, when, when we spoke of Zion and her children coming back, it was referencing the Jewish people. Here, it is referencing all the nations of the world without any specific emphasis on the Jewish people. And CE, so, so uh, nations will go by your light and kings will um, walk by your shining glow. Raise your eyes and look about. God tells Zion, Uri'i, and look, see them. They are all gathering together and coming to you. Your children are coming from far, far away. And your daughters, Al-Tzad Te'omana. This is a little difficult to translate. This daughters on the side, Te'omana. The, the, um, the commentaries uh, explain that Te'amana here um, is a reference to Omein Esad Dasov, which we find in Esther. Uh, Oman meaning a nursemaid or nursing. So, and your daughters will be carried on the side like 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 a like a nursing woman carries her child. That's the image. That um, there's various ways to translate it. That's the translation I'm gonna use here. Oztiri then. You shall see vinahart as the and you will um you will glow ufachad. Here usually pachad means fear, but here um, the Radak explains that it means the not fear but the awe and the wonder that happens when a person is surprised by just absolutely wonderful news. and your heart will be widened and and just ecstatic because all of the uh, of the hamonyam the peoples of the seas or the uh, masses coming from the seas towards you or it could mean some translate as the wealth that comes from the sea is coming it has now turned towards you the the greatness, the riches, the wealth of many nations upon the world are all coming towards you. Shifaski Malim, the dusts of all the camels that are kicking up that are coming, traveling towards you, Tchasech will cover you. Midyan the um the camels that come from Midyan and and Eifa, these are places. Kulam all the people from Shiva, which is which is uh, down south of Ethiopia from or Sheba, right, are coming. They're carrying gold and frankincense. These are very valuable items. And they're all bringing the news and praising God. All of the sheep from the land of Kedar are gathering around you. The rams that come from Nevayot are coming to serve you. Yeah, they will all be brought uh, uh, as as welcome sacrifices on my altar. And they will and I I will make my house glorious to welcome all of these people. Me who are all these people that are flying like clouds flying and like uh, a mass of doves 
flying towards their their um their homes. Um, because we know that the faraway nations, the Ihim, they all hope for me. Um, they are all waiting for me. And the, the ships that come from Tarshish, a faraway land that were famous for their sailing, they're coming first. They're bringing your children from far, far away. They are bringing their gold and their silver, the shame Adonai because in the name of your God, Jerusalem, your God, and for the one who is the Holy One of Israel, who has made you glorious. And all of these foreign people, the people that weren't the Jewish people, that weren't their original citizens of Jerusalem, but now they're all here. They're going to come and build the walls. And their leaders, Yishar Sunach, they will serve you. Because it's true that when I was angry at you, I struck you down. I knocked down your walls. But now, my, now that I favor you, I have mercy on you and I will allow you to be rebuilt. Um... Your gates shall be open all day and all night. So many people coming in and out. And it's also that it has to be open 24-7. But also more than that, gates close at night when people are, are afraid of attackers and so on. But no longer will there be such fear, so the gates will always be open. But the, it continues, the reason why I'll stay open is in order to bring into you all of the wealth of the nations with the the um, kings of all the nations uh, leading their people to Jerusalem. Because the nation and the kingdom that do not humble themselves before you, Zion, they will be destroyed. And those nations, they will be destroyed. Um, this idea, again, it is important that those that are arrogant and are not willing to accept God and are still going to continue in their evil ways will not be part of this wonderful, wonderful vision that we're reading about. Kivod Halavanon, God continues to talk to Zion in 13. The honor of Lebanon, which was then considered, that was the source of massive forests and, and, and wood. and, and um, So the honor of Lebanon, Eliyahu is coming to Jerusalem for bringing building materials. Berosh, Tidharu, Ta'ashur, Yachtov. These are three types of trees. Cypress, pine, and box trees. Uh, whether that's, those are some translators translate the species of trees differently, but it's three species of trees that grow in um in Lebanon, um, in order to to build glorious places around the place of my uh, temple, and to give honor at the place where my feet rest. This is kind of a reference to what we have in Yechezkel, in Ezekiel chapter 43, verse 7, where he talks about the... Um, the place of the temple as mekom kapot raglai, the place where my, where the soles of my feet rest. So it's kind of a metaphor for this being the place where God, God's feet rest on the earth, and and here we have Isaiah using the same place, mekom um, raglai, uh, and we'll see it in a minute. Um, in the next verse too, 
and bowing before you, right, uh, coming towards you and bowing will be those people who used to torture you and used to suffer you and used to attack you. And they will bow down to the soles of your feet. That same term, all of those people who used to uh, give you pain, who used to, who used to cause you suffering. And they will call out to you, This is the city of God. This is Zion, the city of God, who is the Holy One of Israel. Now, um... Instead of how you used to be, which you were forsaken and no one bothered to come to you, and you will be um, instead placed for a, a pride of the world, a place where every generation will rejoice. I just want to point out in the last... In the last um, couple verses, it is clear that those who were the torturers and oppressors and tormentors of Zion are not necessarily the same as the ones that will be destroyed. Because we're saying no, that they're all coming, they're also part of the crowd of people that are coming to bow and before God in Jerusalem and part of this wonderful celebration that's being described here. Because all of those that are willing to to Apart from their evil, dishonest, and arrogant ways, and be humble before God, will all be welcome in Jerusalem. Even those that were evil before, it is only those that refuse to accept God and refuse to accept um, the uh, God's ways. And we're going to learn in a minute what this means by accepting God's ways. Uh, just uh, hang in there. We're about to get to that verse too. Um, <sighs> And those are the ones that will be destroyed. V'yanakt chalev goyim, and you, Zion, will will nurse the milk of the nations. V'shod milachim tinaki, and the um, and at the and you will nurse from the breasts of the kings of the world. In other words, the wealth of the world will be focused on the glory of God in Jerusalem. V'yadat, and you will know ki ani Adonai Moshiach. I am God, the one who saved you. Avir Yaakov. I am the one who redeemed you, um, the mighty one of, of Yaakov. That's my name. God, the mighty one of Yaakov, is the one who's redeeming all the nations. Everything will be, will be uh, increased in its value and beauty. So instead of copper, I will bring gold. Instead of iron, I will bring silver. Instead of wood, there will be copper. Instead of stone, there will be iron. In other words, you will be built up with the most beautiful, most wonderful materials. And I will make your government, the ones that are appointed in charge of you, will be peace. That's what will be in charge of you. And those who who are your officers, the ones who usually are nogsim, who usually rule with an iron fist, but in your case, righteousness will be in charge of the ones. Righteousness will will enforce, so to speak, uh, peace in your city. What is it that's bringing people to Jerusalem? What do they need to recognize and do in order to be part of this? What is it that all these nations are accepting upon themselves? 
that no longer will there be Hamas in your land. No longer will there be thievery, people taking advantage of one of another. Hamas is when one person forces things out of someone else in dishonest ways. No longer will that exist. Shod vashever bigvulayach. No longer will people uh, steal from each other and, and, and forcefully take things away from each other. And people will say that these walls are redemption, are deliverance. Those gates will be praised because everyone will know that that is where honesty raged, uh, uh, rules. No longer will you even need the sun for the light of day. And you won't need the shine of the moon to give you light. God will be a light forever. Your glory will be your God. No longer will your sun set and no longer will your moon um, uh, uh, wane. God will be for you a light forever. And all of the days of your mourning and suffering will be completely gone. This is so important when God points out what it is that He wants in Jerusalem. No more taking advantage one person of the other. That's what He wants. That's the bottom line. And that is all of the people that are willing to accept that and live that way will be part of this glorious future. The Amech and your nation, your, in other words, your Zion's nation, the people that live now with you, Kulam Tzadikim, they are all righteous. Olam They will inherit the land forever. Neitzer Matoai, the plant that I planted, they are my handiwork, and I am so I can glorify myself by, by so to speak, um, bragging about my people that I planted. The small city, presumably this refers to Zion, will be like a thousand times as larger than it was. And the young, young youth will grow to be a powerful nation. I am God. In its time, I will make it happen quickly. Thank you so much for listening to chapter 60 and studying it with us. Looking forward to studying chapter 61 together.